You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It's the You Up Podcast. I'm Nikki Glazer, coming at you live. I mean, it's live to me from the streets of New York City. What avenue am I on? I'm on Sixth Avenue. Oh, actually, I'm not on an avenue. I'm on a street. I'm on like 39th Street between Sixth and um, Fifth and Sixth, Broadway and Sixth. I don't know. Um, you don't really need to know where I am, but I was like, if I was listening to a podcast, I'd want to know exactly where she was. I'm walking um, from Times Square, where I just uh, took a video alone with my billboard. I have a billboard in Times Square because I have a special coming out. I don't know if you know. You should. It's called Bangin'. It's going to be on Netflix October 1st at midnight. So um, I hope you all watch it the day it comes out so that it sends Netflix a message that I am loved and wanted and they want more of me so that I can sell them another special and tape that soon and have an, and just do it every year. I got a lot of material in me and I got a lot more things to say and... I would like a chance to do that on their platform. So anyway, watch <laughs> watch Bangin' October 1st. I would really appreciate it. And spread the word about it. I would appreciate that too. So yeah, I just waited for my billboard to show up. Because you have to like wait. It's on a loop. It's on like one of those big screens. It's not just like, you know, it's not like an actual billboard. It's like a digital one. So it's on a loop. So every I would say every five minutes it's on screen for 30 seconds. And it's huge. And it was cool to walk up to it because I walked from, like, seven blocks away so I could see it the whole time. So I got to see it a couple times. And, like, people are looking at it. I was, like, walking next to a guy and I go, hey, that's me. And he was like, oh, no shit. And then I waited for it right in front of it and I screamed. You can watch the Instagram video. Sorry it's so loud right now. I feel like I'm leaving a voicemail for my mom. Um, yeah, so if you watch my Instagram story, you'll see me going, it's me, it's me. People just didn't care. If I was visiting New York with my family and I was in Times Square taking pictures and then all of a sudden there was a billboard and there was a girl that said it was her and it checked out, like she looked enough like her, I would be impressed by that. People don't give a shit. That's why whenever a TMZ van, like there's these TMZ tours that ride through the streets of Los Angeles trying to see celebrities. Whenever I see one of those tour buses, I always go like, hey, I've been on TV. I'm a celebrity. Just give them something. Because I just know what it would have meant to me as a high schooler visiting from St. Louis to Hollywood. I wanted to see some fucking celebrities, dude. We bought one of those star maps. We went to their homes. So invasive. But I want to give, even people don't know who I am, at least you go, oh, we can Google her. And then you're like, oh my God, we saw someone that is, has done. It's just, you know, it's, I guess it's self-serving for me, but I also just want people to be able to have a story. I don't know. I'm such a giving person. Oh my God. I did so much volunteering today by pointing out my own billboard in Times Square. Oh my God. So many hours of community service. So many minutes. Um, anyway, so that was fun. Now I'm walking to therapy and, um, Yeah, I don't really have much to talk to her about today, but that's the thing with therapy. Whenever you go to it, it's like, and you think you have nothing to talk about, that's when you should probably go the most. I'll probably end up sobbing. Haven't wanted to cry recently. Um, Some weeks it's like a cry fest, and it feels so good. I hope you get to cry this weekend. 
crying feels so good. I'm on this new, like, no coming phase. I don't know if you guys have been listening to the radio show or if I talked about this last week on the pod. It all blends together at this point, but no more coming. I'm reading a book called uh, Cupid's Poison Arrow, and it's all about how orgasms ruin us. And so um, I'm already someone who's not really compelled to have orgasms that much unless they're, like, presented to me. You know, like, unless there's a guy being like, let's do, then I'm like, okay, let's do it. But, like, I'm never really compelled to, like, masturbate. I I really have to, like, force myself to do it. I'm like, I know this will feel, it's like going to the gym for me, masturbating. So, to avoid orgasms, now that I've read this book, it's not really that difficult. Um, So, check out that book, Cupid's Poison Arrow. It's all I talk about now. It's, like, the new, uh, I used to talk about getting to I do, which, by the way, is working for all of my friends. These dudes that they, like, that used to give them the runaround are, like, not giving them... They're not running around anymore. They're staying in place. Getting to I Do. Girls, buy that book. Read it. It'll change your world. And then um, and then learn about how... God, I mean, like, these books sound really bad on paper. That's why you should read them digitally. Um, it's pretty much like, don't fuck anyone until they're your boyfriend and also now I'm reading a book that's like don't let them ever come again so sounds like I'm gonna be single forever um but yeah that's my day today going to therapy getting this podcast done um walking you through the episodes of this week this week was insane dude this week was insane and I know I usually have a partner with me um but no one wanted to hang out for this stretch of this window of time that I had Andrew wasn't available Anya wasn't available Ian wasn't available, so I'm doing it by myself, but this week was nuts. It's only Thursday, and like, Tuesday I was on Howard Stern, which is the biggest accomplishment of my career, hands down. It just like, not just being interviewed by him, but by like him liking me and understanding me, and I felt like, I don't know, I was very nervous the first like 30 seconds of the interview. It's weird, because how can you not be? And I sat down, and I was a little bit like... I was in my head, you know, I wasn't present. And then we just connected and it just was, it it flew by. It was easy. It was fun. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I wasn't stressed out going into it. I really wasn't. Usually I get nervous for those things. And I was nervous. Like as soon as I sat down, I was like, oh my God, it's happening. But it wasn't insurmountable nerves and it was healthy nerves. And they went away as soon as he lifted up his sunglasses and we locked eyes and he got really comfortable. Like he tucked up his feet at one point and was like kind of getting cozy, which I know as someone in radio, I don't know if it's the same for him, but when I do that, it means I'm like super comfortable with like, if you put your body in a comfortable position, it's like, I don't know, you're comfortable. And I felt like he was comfortable during it. A lot of times I'll get done interviewing like celebrities when they come in, like people I'm nervous about talking to and keeping the conversation going. Cause you know, they're not just my comedian friends. It's like, Whenever Bill Hader comes in, I always go to the bathroom after his segment and like my stomach is soaked in sweat. Like it's through my jeans. Like my lower torso just sweats a lot. I get really swampy and not like in a sexual way. Um, I get really, really nervous. It's not even nervous. I guess that's how the nerves manifest themselves. But like I always get sweaty after an interview and that happens when it's like when I'm not as comfortable. And it's not because Bill Hader doesn't make me comfortable, but it's like he's, 
I just don't want to like, I want to be so good. And I'm like, put the pressure on myself. So, um, that's kind of how I'm stuck in a median right now. I crossed traffic too late and now I'm stuck in the middle of the road. There's another girl with me too. We're on this Island together. And, uh, Oh wait, am I going to get to go? Sorry guys. So anyway, I just felt like Howard was not sweating after my interview. You know, we both had a really good time. It went really long. I think I'll be back again. I've gotten great feedback from his listeners, which means a lot. All of his listeners are like, you were a great guest. Like, I listen to Howard Stern all the time, so I know when someone's a great guest. And so hearing from other Stern fans who know what they're talking about, that I'm a good guest, meant so much to me. Anyway, it was like the best day ever. And then I went into my radio show straight off of my Stern appearance. I mean, I literally walked out of Stern, grabbed my bag, walked down the hallway, and was on air live within three minutes on my own show. I just snorted. I don't know if you guys heard that. Air just went through the wrong passage. Um, and so this is what you're about to hear is my own show, which was so fun on Tuesday. My God, I really catered my show on Tuesday to be like the, my favorite people because I just wanted to celebrate coming off of Stern. I didn't want it to be hard. I didn't want to do any heavy lifting. I just wanted to have fun and laugh. And so I invited my two best friends, Andrew Collin and Anya Marina. And then also had in uh, one of my favorite comedians, people, um, just truth tellers, uh, Chris Stefano. And um, there was a little bit of a reveal in this episode for you. I felt very honest coming off of Stern. I admitted to some things that I didn't plan on admitting and some things I had planned on admitting. But it all... You listen, I just answered honestly. If he asked me if I sucked someone's dick. I'm not going to lie to Howard Stern. I was under oath. Um, that's how it feels with him. So I don't know how anyone can just like lie to Howard Stern. Um, I am struggling with lying to him actually, because at the end of my appearance, I was like, I listen to you every day and that's not true. I just can't. And it's not because I don't want to. I just don't listen. I'm not someone who listens to him every day. And I felt dishonest in saying that. So if I ever go back, I'm going to make sure to be more clear I listen every chance I get which is true you ever say something that you're like oh that wasn't totally true and I feel I just like I don't like to lie and I felt like that was a lie because I don't listen every day so anyway don't tell him I try I'm a huge fan I'm as big of a fan as you can be with someone with my schedule so anyway here's Tuesday's episode I was fresh off of Stern great energy in a room with my three three of my favorite people um in this goddamn city the city that I walk the streets of right now. I'm at 36th and Park. I went too far. I went too far. I overshot my therapist, but I still have some ways to go. Um, but I genuinely, generally is the word I was looking for, walk about two blocks in the wrong direction once a day in New York City. Not because I don't know where I'm going, but because I'm in my phone and I don't know where I'm going. So it's a, it's a double header. Okay, here's Krista Seveno, Anya Marino, Anya Marino, <laughs> Anya Marina, and Andrew Collin in studio on Tuesday. Enjoy. Do you like PDA? You like, like yeah. in like a subway, you'll want to cuddle? Like, not cuddle, but you know what With I mean. With the right like, person, right? Yeah, totally. It's gotta be you don't ever right feel like people are watching you like, oh, look at yeah. these fucking dickheads. I mean, dickheads. Chris and I were making out we were. three weeks ago. Wow. And like people kept yeah. walking by. This was, that was, really, that was really scary for me because I was like... 
We were like in the middle of the comedy. Well, we well, were. Fat Black. If you go to the Fat Black Pussy Cat, there's the showroom, and then there's like the bar area, and then there's a little like corridor there's a that has two curtains. And we were making out in the middle of those curtains, and I, what? I only wait. Really? Yeah, no, yes, right there. Right there. I swear to God, the way, and the like multiple waitresses saw us. So many. <laughs> they kept walking and in. And I kept as soon as I saw the curtain move, I would just like step away and like look up at the like I was like, admiring the the wallpaper. I just kept staring at you. And then yeah, and you yeah. were like, I don't care. And I was like, oh, if you don't care, then I don't care. Yeah, it was fucking I'm, great. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty thrilling. And um, but I I don't I don't mind people making out. Like, I don't mind making out between two curtains and having people, like, yeah, suddenly see. Yeah. But at a bar, like, fingering Stop. each other? No, no, no. Then yeah, it can be, like, bordering on disrespectful, right? A little bit. Like, yeah. I had a boyfriend who only uh, wanted to make out in public and then didn't want to make out in private. The last guy, the older one. What does that oh. mean? I, it was like, I felt that I was some kind of a weird trophy. He told me I, I was a heteronormative blonde girl. Oh, my oh God. Yeah. Why do you date these guys? They're saying on. uncomfortable God, and words are the so same long. guy that said uncomfortable? Yeah. Oh, my God. He was the worst. Yeah, no. I dumped him. So many syllables. He's man. never been punched <laughs> so in the face. That's my theory. Yeah, he has He's genuinely he never been one. beaten up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and, sorry or, to cut or, you off. Yeah. No, it's fine. Oh, no, no, no. I just, when you're on a subway and you have to say bye to someone, I always, like... No you one saw to have a wet mouth. Yeah, I know. My dad had my grandpa. Where yeah, he's got a really wet mouth. I don't mind it though. Yep. Do you not? I mean, it doesn't bother Wait, me. Wait, how wet is it? Like you can see. That, I know, that's why I just made. I don't know. I want to just fucking <laughs> yeah, put get something in there. In. You can put it. That's why. Put your pocket in there. It was like a subconscious. Yeah. Thing. I was like, I didn't even realize I was he's doing it. He's constantly giving Twenty Three and Me samples throughout the day. Take a swipe. You'll find out I'm 140 percent Jew. That's all I am. Oh, I'm German. Wet Jew. I'm wet a wet mouth. mouth Jew. <laughs> not a not a fish. <laughs> they, there's a fish. What's that fish called? There's a Jew fish. Because well, it's a Goliath went, fish. Well, no, because I just went to the aquarium okay. in Atlanta, which is like the biggest aquarium oh, it's in so the world. Good. They have it was a so white good. whale or I something. Was there, they have a fucking beluga whale. <laughs> yeah, it was and a whale shark. Yeah, and a whale yeah. shark. Yeah, they're the only aquarium. I think one of the only ones that has it. It's the biggest in the whole world. Oh. And and um, we were uh, it was me, my daughter, and the, uh, this guy Don, who was who was working with me. D, fucking D. Del- yes, Delilah and Donnie. And um, this family in front of us, the guy, it was that fish, because the guy was like, um, he, the his kid asked a question or whatever, and he was like, oh, that's the Jew fish, and he just kept pointing at the screen, calling it the Jew fish, but not thinking like thinking that's like it's a monkfish, but it's yeah. the Jew fish. I was like, I don't think it's the Jew fish. Yeah. I think it's. It's another Jewish? name, but it has a Jewish-looking face <laughs> to some <laughs> people. Yeah, that's what it does. It looks like Andrew. Yeah, it has a It has a very gum mouth. Like, yeah. The lip, the bottom lip. It's just like, yeah. I, I need your money. I need like something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, no, but he yeah, was yeah. openly calling it the Jew fish on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, let's like, right. <laughs> You also burned a mini there. cross in there. Yeah. No, a Goliath so, fish is what it's called, too. Wait a second. So saying goodbye on the subway, you struggle with that with your girlfriend? Yeah, I just don't whole like i don't know just like i don't like it just a quick kiss i know i do it i do yeah. it but i'm not i don't love it You've you don't grown. love it no You've grown a lot. well do you know what i think it is you because it, it's like yeah because you want like will you kiss her she gets off the train and now you're just on the train yeah like yeah a yeah fucking exactly idiot. that's what it is no you know? everyone is. everyone wants what you have you have a hot girl that just yeah. kissed you and said goodbye and you yeah sexually pleased her the night before probably yeah you yeah. have the most value on the train yeah you're the yeah. man like, okay. you're the oh that man. is embarrassing yeah when you've kissed someone and then you're just <laughs> yeah, sitting then, there well, then, i'm always just I always like think about like your face like goes from this to then 
You're looking at your, you get that like serious face. It's like, who are, like, was that no, all a lie? No, I, I keep smiling. Yeah? Yeah, because other, you I want smiling? other people on the train to like, no, I'm fucking, no. I just got kissed. <laughs> yeah, I'm I happy. Like that. You have yeah. a good attitude about everything in general, I would mm, say. Not always. Andrew's seen some dark Jesus. days. Except yeah. life. <laughs> I've never heard a more lie in my life. <laughs> Why? I'm just playing. Tell no. me what I don't have a good outlook about. Every life. What What do you mean? Everything. You Tell always me find, you find the negatives in Tell everything. Tell me one. Your roast. Well, what you destroyed. You, you destroyed. Yeah. Let's talk about Two how much jokes. you destroyed. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's yeah. really, it was like awkward how much you destroyed. To Thank be, you. TBH. By awkward, he hated it. Yeah. 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 No, what do you mean? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm like no. saying like awkward, like Thank you're you. mad that you oh, did no, so no, well. No. no, no, but see, that's the thing. That's what it, it's very, like Nikki's a great example of like when someone who like deserves it and is great and who I, uh, of course, saw put in all the work, it's like when it crushes, yeah. there's not an like genuinely, not yeah. an ounce of animosity. It's like this is I, deserving, but so many people in our careers now are just getting shit where you're like, you, you really don't actually this. don't deserve yeah. this. Like, I'm sorry. It's not about bitterness. It's like you don't. You genuinely don't, and you're getting it because of these 2019 dynamics, and it's just it gets frustrating. But yeah, I it's like I sometimes I would struggle with like, am I just being bitter? But it's like no, because when somebody does deserve it, it's like nobody has a problem with it. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, she's just. Yeah, she because she's one of the ones. Not every like I guess I'm trying to say like it used to be like in the 80s like only a few people get specials because it's like it's a very sacred thing. So it's like now it's like everybody gets everything and it's like you're ruining it. Like yeah. not everybody's supposed to have a fucking special. Mm -hmm. Why right. why does everybody get one? It's not so. But it's like Nikki is like one of those ones where it's like oh she would have been the one that got it in the 80s. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you like, know, cream of the crop. Exactly. I think it is why I work so hard because That's I why want, I just want a finger when up. I. <laughs> That's what her, her pussy tastes like. Cream of the crop. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Cream That's of what corn? I would say That's your what eulogy. I've heard. I would corn? say she has that cream of the crop pussy. Thank you so much. God, that means so much to me. Cream Man. of wheat. Cream um, of the crop? I feel like mine's french fries. Like worried about your, the electronics I'm, in here. Why? Because it's so wet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Between your mouth and the pussies? <laughs> hey, how dare you? <laughs> Old Jewfish face? That's a new nickname. Goliath. Jewfish face, JFF. Oh, JFL. I'll never JFF. get it. J Jewfish yeah. loser. JFF did not get Jewfish JFL. Jewfish loser. Jewfish face. Um, what about with yeah, friends? Negative. Like you're getting words of affirmation right now, Nikki, from friends. No, it feels so good from people who know what they're talking about. Yeah, that's all. That's all I want is like the. Um, you don't like blanket like compliments like that are like oh you're so like you've heard them all the time. You know what I mean? Like well, it just gets you. You don't even hear it. No, that's not true. No? No, I really love compliments. I'll take any that I can get anytime. It's just not in no. person. I would no. beg you were just to saying that, that you don't Why? like compliments. What do you just mean? Just a little bit. Knowing you as long as I have, I would say there's a time and place for a compliment with you. And knowing you as well as I do, I know, oh, that was the wrong time to give that type of compliment. Or, what oh, that was the right wrong right. time. Like, I can't. I know what they oh, are yeah, now. You don't get to compliment my looks at but, all anymore. Right? Because it, I just don't like to be told... Like there are you many can all you want, please so keep guys it coming. Can. Well, you specifically, okay. guys <laughs> that I'm into can. Yeah. Okay. But like anyone, even yeah. if you're having a day where you hate how you look, I don't compliment how you look. No, no, no. You can't say I look pretty. Yeah. You can't. I made a rule for my friends: no more comp. Like whenever my girlfriends get together, it's like, you, like last night for your birthday, yeah. everyone's like, "You look so pretty. You look so pretty. You're out." It's just like. Why do we start from that place right. every time? It's like 
And then if and I looked like shit last night. I came from a spray tan, no makeup, crazy hair. You like, really I, didn't though. You looked so yeah, hot last you, night. Thank you, thank you, Chris. That's so nice. Yeah. And I can't. I can't. I felt like. and I felt like very like powerful over you last night because I was like standing up, like looking down at you, telling you how good you were, and being like, "You're gonna fucking listen to me right now," and I'm telling you what I think about you. Why am I aroused? And Slipping I was off like, this chair. I remember like sitting there and I was like. And then you went and <laughs> fucked someone else. It's ChristyComedy.com. ChristyComedy.com. I make you feel that way and then you go out in the you're world the guy and that, you fuck yeah, someone yeah. You're like a sex. guy conversation. I if know. you wanted to have sex, I would only want to have sex with you, but you don't want to do it. Yes, I do, but there's, uh, it's just not going to be that easy. Can we put up two curtains? <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, Tuesday's episode. We didn't have a Monday show. Um, I forget why. Oh, yeah, because I flew in Monday morning. I took the red eye from... Where was I? Las Vegas? Listen to me. Las Vegas. I'm saying it right. I used to say Vegas. Now I say Vegas. And I don't even have to think about it. People can change. People can change. I went to a voice doctor yesterday because, you know, my voice is my instrument. And I use it the wrong way. I've never been taught how to play this instrument. I've just been, you know, freestyling this whole time. Never had formal lessons. And now I'm getting some lessons. And this bitch really taught me about my voice. I went to a really nice voice doctor. And we did some physical therapy. And she ran, she gave me all these drills of how to speak better, speak um, healthier. And I'm going to try to do them right now. That's what I'm trying to do right now as I talk to you, is have all the vibrations in my vocal cords taking place in my nose and my mouth area. Not in my throat, because my throat is suffering because I'm always yelling. I'm sure you guys are like, we know. Um, yeah, it was it was interesting to go to this lady. And I really do feel like she is going to make me, she's going to save my voice. It was awesome. I've been doing the, the exercises. Um, and I feel better afterwards. And today on the radio, I was better at not screaming. And sh- not shouting, but like just exerting myself too hard. Um, I'm supposed to pull back on talking during the day, which, you know, my job is to talk. So what that means is that I just have to socialize less and take quiet times. I'm not going to be able to talk on the phone as much to my parents. Um, so there's my excuse for that. Thank God. Mom, I have a doctor's note I can't talk to you about. Um... I mean, what am I? My mom's always trying to get off the phone with me. I don't know why I'm acting like she wants to call me all the time. You ever do that? You finally call your parents and they're like, well, we'll let you go. And it's like, okay, well, I could have done that to you, but I didn't. Um, yeah, so I'm supposed to talk less and I should have had a guest on this podcast. Man, I got to go pee. Oh, man. It comes on strong for me now. Two blocks ago, didn't even feel it. Right now, it's like catastrophic have to pee so so bad I just went to a business meeting where I shared a lunch with a man and um I didn't want to eat anything because I'm just not hungry I ate too much last night before I went to bed because of stress eating you know how that goes so I'm not gonna be hungry until like five probably because of the amounts of food I stuffed in my goddamn face oh my god I just saw a guy almost hit a girl with a scooter that was scary but anyway I had this watermelon juice at lunch. Damn, it's good. 
damn watermelon juice is good. The puree, oh, pureed watermelon. Throw a watermelon in a goddamn blender. Put some LaCroix mix, give it a little spritzy with LaCroix and maybe add a stevia. I'm like, you don't even need to. Watermelon's sugary enough. God, it was good. God, it was good. And I have trouble, I've struggled with consuming sugary drinks because I think it's a waste of calories and I struggle with that stuff. But you know what? I fucking enjoyed every sip of that goddamn watermelon puree cocktail, mocktail. Didn't have alcohol in it. But now I have to pee so bad and I don't, where I'm, don't know where I'm going to get to do that. I might just go chill at my therapist's office. They always have like psychology today, magazines to read, you know, while you're waiting to go fix your brain. Why not read an article that might help you do it? I always pick up something kind of interesting in psychology today. Those are good magazines. Is anyone buying magazines anymore? Except at the airport. God, I have to pee and I'm not even being interesting anymore. You know when like you're enter like this is not fun to listen to. Someone's struggling to have to pee. So I'm going to get into Wednesday's episode. Wednesday's episode <laughs> is with Anya Marina, Khalees Hawkins, and Tanner Wally, who... Um, is a musician that I used to like be obsessed with in college. He was like the famous guy from my grade at University of Kansas. And I used to go to his shows and like be front row. And I was like in love with him in love. It was so, it was so desperate. He was like, I really thought we were going to be together forever. It's so funny when you look back and, um, it's now we're still friends. We kept in touch. He came by the show. He and Anya played some music together. It was so good. And this is us, like, this is the beginning of the show. We were talking about um, Anya's impression of her mother makes me laugh so freaking hard. And um, it's just so funny. And so we're talking about her Russian mother and um, a story of what she did. I think this is going to be a recurring theme on the show, so buckle up. This is the owl story. Everyone has an owl story. What's yours? Here's, um, here's our owl stories. Uh, me and Anya Marina, Tanner Wally, and Khalees Hawkins. This is Wednesday show. Say something in, in Russian. Добрый день. Как дела? Хорошо. Спасибо. Was that a cocktail? Something about spicy cocktails. <laughs> so cool. What did uh, you my say? Mom, my mom is so funny because my dad speaks a tiny bit of Russian because they met years ago in, in in Russia, but he's an American. And so she'll try to like keep secrets from him and stuff and yell at me on the phone. And um, I was telling Nikki recently, like, they had this weird thing where she found an owl in the front yard, like a dead owl, and it was perfectly intact, and she showed it to me. She was like, I'm going to bury it. And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's such a beautiful animal. It looks like an endangered thing. You should, like, have it stuffed or talk stuffed. to someone. And um, she's like, I have to go teach my yoga class right now. I can't deal with this. And I'm like, Mama, you have that's a beautiful animal. You can't just bury it or throw it over the cliff. They live in the country. And she's like, <laughs> I'm going to put everywhere. it in the... It just, it, it's stiff and it like flies <laughs> Any down. cliff. Pick a cliff. <laughs> like, it's like one of those styrofoam airplanes. Literally, his eyes, <laughs> his eyes were as big as like a Coke Wait a second. Can. You do the best impression of what this, this owl is. So, Wait, will you take a picture of her, Noah, so you can for, post it on the Insta for Instagram? Radio. You up SXM to see this owl face. It's so, so funny. His eyes are this big, like <laughs> like uh, the bottom of a Coke can. Okay. His feathers are perfect. She sends Wait me this in the morning without a caption, just a picture. And then he goes like this. 
<laughs> so describe to the listener. You look like you're doing like a a, a sleeping, satisfied yeah. Joker yeah. owl. Yeah, and yeah, like, happy owl. Yeah, going yeah. to owl heaven. He looked so serene. And anyways, she's like, Anuta, I'm going to take care of it. I have to go. And she hangs up on me. Like a few days later, I'm like, Hey, Mama, what happened to the owl? And she goes, I put him in the freezer. Oh no! <laughs> like that a wedding cake out. <laughs> Mind you, my parents have a normal freezer with disgusting food in it. Like a, my dad will put a bowl of gravy in there and no foil or anything, just like a bowl. Oh yeah, or like frozen. Ice cream. I have a whole fridge of frozen gravy. <laughs> yeah, that's a, a great one. So a week later, gravy and owls. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki's new diner. So I go, I call my dad a week later. We're catching up. He's like, how's it going, kiddo? I'm like, good. Hey, how about that owl, huh? Mm-hmm. And he goes, what owl? And I go, the owl in the fucking freezer. And he goes, what? And he goes, owl in the freezer? And I go, yeah, mama put an owl in the freezer. She didn't tell you? And he goes, Anya, did you put an owl in the freezer? Because my mom's name is Anya, too. And in the way background, I hear my mom going, Anyuta. That's my nickname. Is that Anuta. like small? Is that like mean? Yeah, it's like little Anya. little Anya. It's always like Anya, Anichka, Anyuta, Anka. So she's like, Anyuta, nyet, nyet, at the secret, at the secret, at the secret. <laughs> what secret. do you think I'm saying, right? It's, it's a, a secret. secret. Like my dad's not going to understand. No, secret, yeah. secret. She's like, she's is she talking about throat lo- lozenges? <laughs> a secret. Um, oh, I miss that word. Yes, yeah, no secret. Says secret. secret. So yeah, that was an owl, that that's was a, a year long story. argument. It's probably my favorite owl story. Yeah, that's probably one of the best owl stories. Yeah. I got one too. One time, I had my mom <laughs> went to. Let's all share our best owl okay. stories. Okay. One time, my mom <laughs> got. Um, she was like at the market, which just sounds like we lived like in the ni- in 1912. My mom went to market to fetch uh, some gravy. Yeah, some gravy, some frozen gravy, and um. She came back from the market. I guess they were selling ducks, and my mom bought like a little duck. And we would always have like weird animals for a couple weeks before they died tragically, you know. And so she brought home a little duck that we were like, "Oh, this is our pet duck," and it was so cute. We called him Carlos and Quackers because it was around that time when that like Maria, Maria, you remind me of the West Side Story. And then there's that one part Keep of going. the song where he goes, growing up in Spanish. And it goes, played by Carlos Santana. And my friend Kirsten was like, we should name him Carlos and Quackers. I don't what? know why. She's just a weirdo. So we named him Carlos and Quackers. And because that song was a hit at the time. And Carlos and Quackers, one morning we got up. My mom would just let him run around the backyard at night. And we wouldn't cage him up because he was free to be him. And um, one That's night really we woke up in the morning and our second story deck you know like you have to walk up Carlos was on the was on the bottom level an owl or some <gasps> some kind of thing had scooped him from the bottom put him up on our deck and r- put him on the the railing of our deck so like displayed him where like he didn't just put it on the deck like w- right where we walk out it's cannibalism yeah and ripped yes no. ripped him to shreds and he was just like laying out like <gasps> dead on our deck oh, and the terrible. owl was just like this will happen to you if wait you, you saw the owl back. like it was no but it was just like <laughs> it was a warning to us of like <laughs> watch out this what is my backyard like? yeah. her owl <laughs> story he's <laughs> a <laughs> Is a profiling story. <laughs> yeah, how do you know it was an owl? I mean, are you, you sure? Just, because it happened at owls night. Are vicious. Yeah, owls are vicious. are vicious. Yeah, she's right. It could have been a hawk. It could have been a hawk. But I like, are do hawks hunt at night? 
They're night hunters. They are? Vultures? No, they're always circling during it's probably the night. probably an owl. Eve. But I do sure. feel like owls get a bad rap. Owls, no. Owls are the best. They're smart. They graduate. But a cat couldn't bring it up on the second story. <laughs> they always have a monocle and like Could a little scroll. <laughs> um, That's true. They always have the hat on sideways. Yeah. yeah. That was Wednesday's show. And last you heard from me, I was walking the streets of New York City during the day earlier today. And... Okay, now I'm in the back of an Uber, as you just heard. And uh, I'm with Anya Marina, who you just heard telling the story about the owl. That's what they just heard. Oh, my God. What a tale, huh? I mean, now owls are the new meme of you up, I think. Yeah, we're, we're making it the new... Um, mascot? Mascot. 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 And Strike meme from the record. Strike it. And for those of you, uh, you should go to Anya Marina's Instagram because she posted a picture of her face and the, the picture that her mom sent of that owl that is talked about in that clip. So little bonus, little reward for you over at Anya Marina on Instagram. Yeah, I definitely nailed the impression. It is an intact, beautiful owl, RIP, no longer with us, and he does appear to be smiling. Check it out and let me know. And he has a delicate leaf next to his eye. A delicate leaf next to his dead owl eye. His sleeping owl eye. But it's not gross, so if you're scared, don't worry. Because you know what? Usually animals die and their eyes stay open, and that's why it's like kind of scary. Sometimes there are mice that die. Or rats, and you see their eyes like cl- closed, and it almost looks like they're like, no, like they're fight, like they look like in pain. Sometimes you see an animal, and you go, oh my god, it- oh, did you yeah. see my Instagram post? Fish pe- feel pain as much as they mammals. No, but I believe that. I believe that. We're going to sushi, right? <laughs> right now. You, we, neither of us eat fish when we're there, though. I may today. I'm. I need a little protein, but really, if they feel fear, then I won't. I'm just get chickpeas on the salad bar. That's good protein, isn't it? I do love a chickpea hand roll. There's nothing like one. I mean, it would probably be delicious, a fried chickpea hand roll. Yes, but wait, do they have that? Like falafel hand roll. No, but they could. They could start. They'll do anything for us at this. We go to the sushi restaurant, legit. This is our third night in a row. I love it. It's because of me. I've, you're right. No, I mean, you're going way out of your way for this. It's because the salad bar is $8, and we're not going to tell who... The it's not about is. the price. It's about... I would pay $18 for that salad bar. That's how much I love that salad bar. And I get two. I get two plates yeah, of that salad true. bar. I love it. I love that dressing. I love the beets if I want them. Sometimes I don't want the beets. I love the cucumbers. They're sliced perfectly. I love the mushrooms. They're sliced perfectly. I love the lettuce. It's always clean and fresh. Yeah. Everything on that salad bar is fresh as fuck. Nothing ever seems depressing. It's not like one of those yeah. Subway bins where the vegetables look disgusting in the bin and you're like ugh, you can skip the tomatoes today because that bin is just sad these always are fresh and they love us there Bourdain used to always say if you want to get sick go to a salad bar or go to a buffet but this is the opposite of that Bourdain if he were still here would love this shit he's rolling in his grave seeing me at the salad bar every night but um no it's pristine it's in pristine condition and each vegetable in there has been washed and dried perfectly you're right it's It's so good it's so good last night Anya thought I got recognized at the salad bar because this girl was like handing out forks at the front of the salad because there's you got to get a fork for the salad bar because otherwise you're just using chopsticks and you got to have a fork for a salad and so they're at the salad bar and this girl was like handing them to us it was out of line she was clearly mentally ill and or recognized you and needed an excuse to talk to you do you see that happen with your famous friend Kate Walsh and your I other guess. famous friends? I, what I see with Kate is people will just loudly say shit and assume she doesn't hear it. And sometimes it's mean and rude, but usually, usually it's nice. It's like, oh, my God, that's Kate Walsh. But she's like a foot away. Right. Um, sorry, I just got a text about this fucking, like, I can't even. 
I'm going on tour soon and there's all these like things coming in. I have to prove a poster. I have to prove clips that they're going to play on the radio station to promote it. I don't care. You know what? Come or don't. I can't manage the marketing of this. I am not someone who can do all of these things. I don't want to listen to clips of myself that are going to play on the radio, even though it might affect my sales. I don't care. It's too painful. I'd rather not sell tickets. <laughs> I'm with you. You you are overworked and you don't have to answer all these texts right now. Well, I do, but cuz I need answers and it's like you pick a radio clip. I don't don't make me cuz if you ask me to pick, then I feel like I need to. It's just What if you say, what if you say I defer to your best judgment from now on? Are you such a perfectionist that, that it will piss you off later if you find out they use the wrong thing? I would. Yeah, I am. I am that big oh, of a perfectionist. I have, I have an idea. What if you say I defer to your judgment and let me know on all these things bef- the day before so that right before it happens, you can actually go over everybody's decision? Right. Okay. And veto. No? <sighs> yeah. I mean. You can't. This is like nickel and diming. Nickel and diming your energy. Like every five seconds for them to ask you, approve this, approve that. Or am I wrong? It's crazy. It's, it's, it's like nine emails a day of approving stuff. What if you just try for one day, go, I defer to your judgment on this, guys, and I'll get back to you in 20 Because they're going to pick the wrong, they're going to be lazy about it. So if, like yesterday, there was a, a clip that went, got sent to me for approval, and it's me digging through my purse, and it's hilarious. And then they, they have an extended version, so I saw all the whole, what it could be, and then they have a 60-second version. And the 60-second version, when I was watching the whole one, I was like, I hope this is in the shorter one. I hope this is in the, like, right. best moments. Watch the shorter one. The best moments aren't in there. So thank God I watched. So now I can go, listen, replace this with this, with this, with this. But how long did that take me? I did it while I was walking because I, I don't have time to do this anywhere else. I did it while I was like sprinting from one thing to the fucking next. It's just like I'm, I'm going to get hit by a car because I'm uh, approving a, a – well, I have before. <laughs> I know. And I was on a date and you texted me from the ER. Thank you for getting out of the Uber. Yeah, I, I, you were on – oh, wait, you were on a date with who? A guy that worked at um, the, the Met, and I was in the basement getting free art from him. Oh yeah, we got some free art, and that art is weird because it looked like blood on a sidewalk, which was what could have happened to me when I got hit by that car. <laughs> You're right. It's the art the, does look like blood. The Met has a roof deck, and they always change the installation, and the installation was like blood, blood spattered stuff, but it was really wine or, or pink, yeah, with period blood. Yeah, and that's the night that I got hit by the car. Did I talk about that on the show today? I might have talked about it on the show today. I don't think we're going to get to it in this clip, but um, Anna and I are about to get to dinner and attack this fucking salad bar. Are you stoked? I'm excited. They have pepperoncinis. I say it correctly. Pepperoncini? Ugh. Peppercini. Please. One time, this waiter said peppercini, and me and my sister were laughing so hard in his face that my parents got, like, mad at us because we could not separate. He was like, so you want those pepperoncinis? Because we would always get extra... And we were like peeing our pants, trying to hold in our laughter because this. And then the waiter got really sad, and my dad was like, "You made him sad," and we felt so bad. But don't say pepper pepperoncini. Um, okay, we gotta go. Let's get to the last clip of the week. It was today's show. Ian Fidance, Andrew Collin, and my model friend Sarah Lena Prozel. First appearance on the show. She knocked it out of the park. This is us talking about. Um, pressures of being a woman and what your body is supposed to be. It's really funny, guys. Enjoy it. 
What is with these lip injections? What are you talking about? My girlfriend got them, and then she okay. wants to get them again. And I'm, I'm like, I, you know, you know, the more you tell someone they're like beautiful and they don't need anything, the more they're like, I need it. And I can't tell a woman what to do with her body, but it's like, shave okay, your pussy. Okay, let's talk about this. Hmm. Um, let's talk about it. So, when did she? Is she okay with you disclosing this stuff? Well. Okay. Well, you already said she got them. I got them too. So I, I love talking about this stuff. The thing is, with my friends that get stuff done, as soon as you get something done, no, I don't think she'll care. It's like, no, it's you shouldn't a, care. If you yeah. get stuff done, you should be willing to talk about it because it's like, getting your lips done, I've said it before. But don't you want to keep getting them done? The No. Well, I got mine done in two thousand uh, December of 2017. Uh-huh. And- They go away? They, they slowly, they, in January of 2018, I was like- Oh God! Like I was freaking out. Like I was like I didn't like it. Yeah. But then by February, I was like, I love it. This is what uh-huh. I've always wanted. It was so subtle. No one would ever notice. No one noticed. Not a single person noticed. Um, and now they've gone back to their regular size, which is like no top lip. And I'm just like, I want a little bit bump back. I wasn't like, I'm not going crazy on it. But the thing is, when you do start getting stuff done, you can get to the point of like, mm. as soon as you fix one thing, you see another thing. Mm-hmm. And it just mm. is never ending. Yeah. And Terrible. that's why people end up looking like shiny cats. <laughs> And they they're 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 of the same age. On like Ian's when younger knee. people get it, they don't look like what? when young people get like facials work done, they look older than the older people get. You kind of end up in like a you, you're like you, an alien of your yeah, own. Yeah, you all look the same. That's the truth. It's yeah. gross. Women in their twenties when they get work done look like women in their fifties, not because they have an old face, but because they have the face of women who get work done. Yeah, in their exactly. 50s, like you're saying, it's just you get this one so why, face. Why? Why? Um, because here's the thing. If you, you guys have a very simplistic understanding of it. By by you guys, I mean guys Mm -hmm. don't really understand the stuff that women are doing that is very subtle that makes them look like amazing. But if every guy is like you're beautiful the way you are, who are you listening to? Other women Um, and the competition you have with them? Marketing, um, other women, women? Instagram. Yeah. Well, I'm not. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. It's just Mm. a thing that you like. You can't even if you know that you're being marketed to, it doesn't mean that you can make it not work mm-hmm. or like you can't stop it. But how come women want to change themselves so much but men don't? Um, Because women are it's told pressure. that- Men do it yeah. a lot though. Yeah, men, men are getting out. into it. Men work out but they don't do like facial stuff, right? Um, Gay men do. It's very popular. In- well, because they're like women. Mm. Well, I don't, mm. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that's mm. why, but they just uh. care about like, like I was so- who You think t- the toy should be like, like Barbie should have an old face? Like, no. You know what I You're mean? You're buying a 20-year-old oh. do- woman doll. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> Barbie's 20. I know, but why not, why not make Barbie like No one wants an old like woman a, doll. Then her name would Little be Bethel. Little girls aren't dreaming of being old. <laughs> that, okay, that's what I'm saying though. They're why don't we change being... her expectations? Yeah, make them dream of being an old woman. Because old, if you handed me an yeah. old like woman Barbie, I would throw it away. What I about play if you were five? You wouldn't know the difference if no one ever told you what was pretty. That's a good point. Okay, so I'm going to start playing with old If I ever have kids, Yeah, you're going to give them all disgusting. Bad toys. That is the problem. Do you think I it has something think... to do with that? Yes. Playing yeah. with Barbies. Yeah, well, right Sarah from the Lena. beginning. Everything's pink. Yeah, I and, mean, yeah. Barbies are the number. That's why no, there's always Barbie. so much controversy over Barbies. You see and how body. little her vagina is? Yeah, how she doesn't have a vagina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. that's, that's what we're all trying to get. Labia plasties. <laughs> well, you know, I definitely grew up looking at Barbie as the first naked woman I've ever seen. 
Let's let's get let's go there. I, I didn't yeah. see my mom. The, the case for me. I saw Ken. Who was the first naked Who did you saw? see? That's why Andrew was a small penis. My fa- yeah, <laughs> yeah, my family. I'm they, trying. My mom, maybe my mom. I think that's healthy, and that's to why you're your so mom? comfortable with your body. Maybe, maybe my mom did that. She took off her clothes, just cleaning yeah. or whatever. Well, yeah, I don't know my if she mom really was. Did that. I what? never saw my mom naked. <laughs> mom clean naked. <laughs> no, she just like a vacuum. It was kind of free. She grew up in Polynesia. My dad always wore underwear walking around. Everyone was sort of. With the body, I don't know. Yeah. She also had rings around her. Wait, neck. your parents didn't do that? Just walk around a little bit? No, maybe? but I had friends whose parents did do that. So I in was front ex- of you? Oh, no, not in front of me. But yeah. I knew that they had told me. And as a kid, I was like, "Your parents? What?" But that's you just realize that families are different, and whatever you think you think is happening everywhere. Like that's if you're you just had finding one, out would you, that would you nude clean? That, um, that if I had like a kid, I would be family. I would be naked all the time in front of. I wouldn't give a shit. What? I'm just like a naked per like I. My friends, like I don't do it in front of my male friends, but my girlfriends, I'm naked in front of them all the time. I Would just you be wouldn't... naked in front of your boy child? A- until a certain age of, like, you know. Maybe the Barbie should be your mother's 18. body, like a 3D <laughs> printer. <laughs> Wait, what? what? A 3D me? printer of your own mother's body should be your first Barbie. Maybe. Um. Mm, oh, I don't that's weird. Want that <laughs> with the bush. Yeah. yeah, no, Everything. and I don't think I would want that as a mother, just seeing my body printed out as my husband's like, it's not working. He's like trying to figure out the 3D printer as my sad torso that was just ripped to shreds by the child I just provided. And he's like, I'm trying to get this printer to work for our kid. And I'm like, oh, really? Is this for the kid? And you don't just have a new gadget you want to try out while you ignore me? And I raise our son that I just pushed through my vagina that's now ruined. And I'm still naked. I'm standing here naked. naked. God damn it, John. That was Thursday's show, which is still today. It's Thursday night. Anya and I had dinner, and then I went and did a podcast, Remy Casimir's podcast called How Come. It's going to be a live episode that Andrew and I just did, and you can hear from my voice that I'm exhausted. Um, But thank you so much for joining me all day today for this podcast. Uh, It was a true joy to check in with you throughout the day. And um, it's been a long one. I got to go home for a brief moment to take a shower, but I've been out since uh, 9 a.m. And uh, tomorrow's another long day, but I'm going to go eat some protein bars in bed. You know your girl, Nick. You know what she going to do. Yeah, I'm in the back of a Uber going home. And um, oh, what I wanted to, I promised to tell on this episode. Oh, we have a bonus. Oh, my God. I was going to let you guys go. Before the bonus, but I am going to send you off after this bonus because I literally can't record anything else tonight. My voice is shot. So we'll have a bonus clip and then um, the show will end. But the bonus clip, you guys, I'm so excited. Um, oh, first of all, I was going to tell one story today that I promised on my story, my Instagram story. I said I would reveal it in the podcast. Shout out to um, this guy came to my show last week. He let me repost it. I forget his name now, but he came to my show last week, week and reminded me that we had met. Um, I think in San Diego, which would have been in May. And he had told me in San Diego during our meet and greet that he was a virgin. I didn't really remember it. I kind of did. But I told him that he needs to like, he's hanging out with a girl that he liked. And I was like, he was scared to make a move. And um, he's a virgin. And I was like, this girl likes you. To find out, um, put your arm, like if your arms touch and she doesn't move away, then she's down. Like she's at least on like maybe kiss or cuddle. And then you can take it from there. But that's how you know if a girl's into you. Touch arms and see if she moves it. 
And so he did. And he came back to my show last weekend in Irvine and told me, I'm not a virgin anymore because I did your arm touch technique. And I was like, what, what are you talking about? And it was just, he shared that with me and that it helped him. And he, he banged that girl that he did the arm touch thing with. So I loved it. I love that story. It was awesome. But here's the bonus clip. And um, I'm excited about it because I decided to add it onto the podcast mid podcast. It's like this podcast took a, took a twist, you know, like those documentaries that take twists where they're like, they start out like this, but it really ends up being about this. Um, Yes. Could you actually keep driving through the light and drop me off at the bodega on the left? I'm about to get some kale chips. Thank you. Um, Right here. Perfect. Thank you so much. So anyway, this next clip is going to be Noah telling you guys that um, about, uh, I asked for this. Anyway, I asked for this clip to be added because I talk about it early in the podcast about how um, I'm reading the book called that's making me um, not want to have orgasms anymore. And now I'm going to turn it over to um, my show the other day because Noah, um, you can follow her on Instagram, Noah Injection. She is our NOA Injection. She's our hot producer who produces this podcast each week. She is reading the book that I'm reading about not coming anymore. And it's called Cupid's Poison Arrow, recommended to me by Whitney Cummings, and then secondly recommended to me by many people who have DM'd me who listen to the show. So Cupid's Poison Arrow, Noah's further along in the book than I am, and she kind of spells it out for us. And I thought that this would be good to just throw in at the end of this podcast. So I hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Tell your friends, get them involved, and squirt, squirt, uh, jackpot. Um, I avoid a lot of stuff. Uh, fucking, um, <laughs> coming. I'm, I'm recently on this thing where, like, no more orgasms, because I'm reading this book that orgasms are, like the worst thing to happen to us and we all think that like we should be coming all the time but it's really depressing us and it's like not meant to be it's called P- cupid's poison arrow check it out wow. noah noah my producer is further in the book than i am i made a dent in it last night though because i'm like i'm talking a lot of game i gotta learn what this bitch is talking about and i am so sold on this it sucks because i don't think i'll ever come again i don't, I don't understand you have to elaborate. come again what? Come, come again <laughs> you have to you have to elaborate why, why is it okay so um um, my listeners have heard this already, but it bears repeating. Um, Noah, can you paraphrase? Because and how is I've it eaten working some tomatoes your... and my tongue hurts. <laughs> how is it working yeah. in your sex life? How's yeah, your partner? Tell us what your, your little experiment. Okay, so uh, it basically says for women, after we have orgasm, we want to feel like we feel disconnected. We have like erratic spending. We feel resentment and mistrust. And then for men, it's like. But it's like five days after because that's the thing women are like, after an orgasm, I feel so so relaxed. It's like five days later. And it's a two week cycle. So you should have an orgasm every four days. (laughs) Well, that's what our addictive brain, like the addictive part of our brain, wants to just like cure that. Because orgasms cure the disease brought on by orgasms. So it's like a cigarette. Sure, sure. So yes. you, you sure. want more orgasms because you're like, I feel like shit. I need to come. And then it's making you feel like more shit and more shit. Keep yes. going. Yes. And the book calls it uh, the the mammalian brain. It's like our old like prehistoric brains from like cave, mm-hmm. the caveman days. Um, and men will, you know, come in a woman and then, you know, they're no longer really attracted to her in their mammalian brain because they've already impregnated her and now it's time to spread their genetics through the land. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no reason to come right. inside a woman twice. So, Understand. Yes. yes. Okay, so that's... That's the, the basics. The basics. Um, so my experiment was uh, I had already gone two weeks without masturbating or having an orgasm with my boyfriend. So I was like, let me just see 
if my mood changes and I'm not, we're, we're going to have sex, but I'm going to like stop him before I come. I'm not going to have an orgasm. And I felt great afterwards. He was very confused by it, but I felt great. <laughs> and then um, a couple of days later, I did have an orgasm. And then I've just been like nuts. Really? It's been crazy. Yes. And I think I'm just going to. It's P- Pluto's an autocorrect. <laughs> or whatever it's called, Gatorade. Well, Khalees Something said that, like that the moon the is moon. happening. The, 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 the moon is happening. The moon is happening right now. It's feeling it. It's killing it. <laughs> the moon is just fucking killing it up there. Wait a second. Okay, so do you you think it's um you think it's connected? You you see during the week I feel so disconnected from my boyfriend and I'm trying to get down to why I feel that way when there's really no reason we have like a wonderful time over the weekend and we keep in touch over text but I just don't feel the love or something yeah the connection yeah I just feel like the connection is broken so he I'm was really... open to the book what was his response at to first you? he thought the book meant we're not gonna have sex which oh. is not that's what, what everyone keeps thinking the book is even the other night at dinner I kept telling these girls about not coming and they're like and you were like but we need, like, as you reach, like, get closer to menopause to, uh, like, have your vaginal walls stay intact, you need a dick in and out of you to, like, facilitate that your walls stay tight or whatever it was. It was you, yeah, you, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. You have to you have to keep active sexually in order to keep your juices flowing and, you know, keep or the walls the skin. will come tumbling down. Yes. Well, the walls can get thin and then pain... Uh, sex can become painful, but I see what you're saying. But, but we were talking about, about it like, well, if you need that, then and I go, well, yeah, that's still not about that's. You can still do that. You just can't come. Yeah, it actually encourages partners to have longer sex. Yeah, because you're I like not that. coming, and yes. it's more. And what like, are the results? You're supposed happiness. to feel yeah, happiness, connection, more bonded. More well, because Khalees, after a guy comes, there's legit no reason for him to stick. Like biologically, he's just like on to the next. Like so, it goes against nature for him to like want to cuddle about, afterwards or want to. No, love That's is love sense. is all, but love is a, uh, I think a biological phenomenon that leads us to procreate. So like the feelings of love and like closeness and romance all lead us to each other. So we fuck come and then bye and then bye. love is gone and i mean you've experienced Colin before yeah. yeah like where you hook up with a girl and you like her and everything's great and then you come and then in the morning you're kind of just like get the fuck out of here and <laughs> what has changed she didn't say anything weird she didn't do anything different all that changed was that you came it's true, it's true. right yes and you can't explain it i i can't yeah I so can't. It, there's something to it this has been a comedy central podcast 